Name? Emma Farrarons. Age? 35. Lives in? London. Family? Married and with a two-year-old son. Occupation? Illustrator, children's book designer, and um, author. <laughs> Connection to the coloring book community. I am an author and illustrator of the mindfulness coloring book series. Hello, coloring book lovers, and welcome to another episode of Passionista Colorista. And welcome, Emma. Thank. Thank you very In much. In Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, done several coloring books. Um, well, I've just completed my uh, fourth coloring book in the series of mindfulness coloring book. Um, the first one is called The Mindfulness Coloring Book. Um, the second book is called More Mindfulness Coloring. The third one is Mindfulness Moments, which is a mix of coloring and mindfulness exercises. And the final book is Art of Mindfulness, which is a mix of coloring, illustration activities, um, typography and calligraphy, and um, uh Practicing doing shapes, lines, markings, and drawing. We're going to talk more about your coloring books, but first, who are you? Tell us a little more about yourself. Oh, okay. Well, um, I am um, uh, I'm an illustrator uh, living in London. Um, I'm French. Um, I grew up in Paris, uh, where I studied. Um, at a normal high school and then I uh, pursued art and illustration in Scotland at the Edinburgh College of Art and um, I also did an Erasmus back in Paris at um, um, Lensad and um, eventually I found my way to London where I became a, a children's book designer um, while also illustrating and um, and now I'm, I'm doing both um, uh, for a living. So you have lived in many different countries. Well, I've lived in the UK and in France, um, but uh, uh, I've, I've, my parents are of Filipino origin and um, my husband is Danish. Um, I, I get, um, I, I love traveling. And um, I get inspired by everything around me when I'm on when and different cultures. So I would say I'm multicultural. But how many languages do you speak? Uh, I speak French and English uh, fluently, and I'm conversational, very basic uh, in Spanish, and I know maybe 80 Danish words. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> not enough to to talk Danish when you. Oh, definitely are there. <laughs> not. And it's the, such a difficult language to understand. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So no, I do not speak Danish. <laughs> Was it obvious for you when you grow up that you should work with drawing illustrations? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, I grew up uh, uh, the youngest of three um, with two older brothers, um, uh, three years and six years older, and they were always um, going away in a, on adventures with, in a boys-only um, uh, game games. And, I mean, I was mostly left out, and so I would just escape uh, into my sketchbooks, and I mean, into paper and with my coloring pencils, and I would just spend... Um, hours uh, drawing. I mean, I didn't find it at all boring. It was just, uh, it was such a lovely, um, uh, fun, exciting activity for me. 
So as far as I can remember, I've always uh, drawn and colored um, and painted. Um, and then in high school, I would even get kicked out of class because instead of doing my schoolwork in class, I would the teacher would find me drawing. So um, it, I mean, it's it's always been uh, it, it's it's always felt very natural, and I always knew I was gonna do it. And and I'm very thankful to my parents for having encouraged me the whole time. They've always they've always um, encouraged me about it and never told me, oh, maybe you should try to find a sensible job. Um, so I think all of these, all of this has uh, ins- has uh, influenced uh, where I am today. Do you remember what you were dra- drawing when you were a kid? Um, what I was drawing? Yes. Um, I think uh, there were mostly um, stories, and um, there were a lot of princesses um, and uh, fairy tales and. Uh, but I also loved drawing animals. Um, my favorite animal was a squirrel. I drew a lot of squirrels. And um, I liked uh, creating things. So I would create, um, I mean, my uh, the, the people, and I drew a lot of people. And the people had purple hair and blue lips. And um, I liked doing a lot of pattern. Um, I liked making little books. Um, I also liked pretending to be a librarian. Um But uh, it was mostly imagination, I think. Um, I think that's what you do as a child anyway, uh, naturally. Why Why did you start to do coloring books? Oh, um, well, um, I think it was, I would say it was serendipity. Um, I didn't, uh, I didn't um, choose to make a coloring book. Um, I, I had been practicing mindfulness for three years before that. Um, and I was, um, I was approached by, um, the editor of the Mindfulness Coloring Book, um, who I actually know and who's a friend of mine. And she had spent, um, she told me that she had spent uh, several days looking for, um, uh, she, she had the idea of this book and she had spent uh, several days looking for an illustrator who would fit, um, this project. And um, she um, she arranged a meeting and she she was t- telling me about her idea. And I thought, oh, how exciting. I'm really happy for you. Great. And then she said, how about it? And I didn't realize that she was actually asking me. <laughs> and um, and uh, I laughed because I told her, you know, I have I've been I, I, I practice mindfulness as a meditation. I've been doing it for three years. I do it um, weekly uh, and sometimes daily. It's something that I, 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 that hold, that I hold close to my heart. And also, I've just bought, um, flights to Sweden and I'm off next week to do a textile course in Erland, um, at the Capella Garden School, um, to do something I've always wanted to do, which is textile, uh, learning how to do textile illustration, which is pattern repeats, um, And uh, I've been wanting to do this for seven years. My a really good friend of mine um, had done it, and she's from Sweden, and she recommended it. And um, so it was just perfect because uh, um, this was a book about mindfulness with line drawings about um, uh, that would contain uh, patterns. And so um, it, it was just um, um, you know the expression of the shoe fits. It was just perfect. And uh, she was uh, she was so surprised and really um, pleasantly surprised about this, and that was it. I mean, when she um, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all green light after that. And so I went to Sweden and um, I learned about textile and how to create um, patterns inspired from nature. And then um, um, I I lived there for two weeks in the school. Um, beautiful island um, where we're surrounded by um, the gardens of the school where we were um, told to go every day sketching the flowers and the nature around us and then come up with a final project by the end of the two weeks. Um, uh, and, uh, and my project was floral. And uh, and so I came back with that under my belt, fully inspired, really excited. And then I mixed that with my own practice of mindfulness So um so the the this coloring book feels very personal to me. 
um, it's a, it's just, um, it's a really special time in my life when I, when I was in Sweden, um, studying under this amazing teacher, really inspiring teacher called Lisa, um, and meeting these uh, students from all around the world and, um, sharing this excitement for textile design. And so being able to combine this together has been a fantastic, um, um, and special, uh, uh, project for me. I guess some, uh, some people that listens know about your books and have seen them, but for those who don't know about them, can you tell us about the pictures in it? Okay. Um, well, um, first of all, the, uh, the, these books are pocket sized. They can fit in, in, um, in somebody's coat pocket. And that's, that's, that's already a really important thing about, about this in the sense that you can, you can bring this coloring book wherever, wherever you go. And the patterns that have been illustrated inside of this book um, are basically a mix of um, of, uh, of uh, illustrations inspired by nature, by animals, by flowers and plants. Um, there, there's some that are very graphic and geometric. Um, there, some are very um, uh, are simpler to draw. Some are very detailed. Um, but the idea is that um, they they don't the the images are 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 more um, uh, how do you say ref, um, ref, reflective of um, of mindfulness in the sense that um, I um, you open a page and you see a fruit and then suddenly you turn your, the page and and there's a geometric shape I mean there's no you can open the book however you want and color, color it um, along uh, according to your mood, and um, and the format is small so that it it feels achievable to finish a page, for example. Um, and also, um, for example, um, when you practice mindfulness, you're it's about being in the present and also breaking um, routine. Uh, one of the thing one um, and so here. You jump from one uh, wavy pattern to suddenly a zigzag one on another spread. Um, does that make sense? Um, yes. So, um, 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 I think that would be the best way to describe it. But the mindfulness, how did uh, that came into your life? Um, well, um, I really. I really like um, listening to podcasts. I really like uh, reading um, about health and um, uh, hobbies in the news or cooking. And so um, I came across mindfulness that way. And um, I, I saw a really inspiring podcast on TED Talks about mindfulness and um, the goodness um, that it has on people and um and on your own self and i really like that it's something which is um you don't need to go to class for that you can do it from anywhere you are um you uh you don't have to be an expert at it it's really um uh anyone can do it um but what are you doing when you are practicing mindfulness well, one of the things I do um, I do on a daily basis is um, I do observational drawing. So um, whether it's in the train, on my way to to work or to a meeting, I open my sketchbook and I um, and I um, and I take my pencils out and I sketch and I look at what's in front of me. So um, I'm it's it it is it becomes meditative in the sense that I'm I'm no longer I'm focusing so much on what I'm doing and what I'm looking at. It's as though I'm noticing for the first time what's in front of me, what I, uh, the subject that I'm drawing. So I get into um, a really relaxed um, state doing that. So that's one form of mindfulness. Um, another mindfulness uh, exercise that I do is um, I close my eyes and I listen to the sounds around me and I. Without focusing on one sound, I hop to another sound. So if I'm in a train again on my way commuting, um, I focus on the doors of the train opening and then it, suddenly I, I listen to the humming of the train carriage 
and then or a, a page of the newspaper opening and closing. So that's another form of mindfulness exercise. Um, you can incorporate mindfulness in, in anything you do, really. Um, and so I, I find it works really well in while, while illustrating and especially observational drawing. Because I have uh, spoken to other is- illustrators and they mostly says that because it's a job, it's not so relaxing anymore. Um, I think if if I had a deadline and a project and something to solve, that would possibly not be, um, then you would relate that with, um, you know, um, a pressure and, um, uh, and having your end um, and, and reaching the deadline and, and all of this. But if you're doing observational drawing just for the sake of drawing, then there's no pressure in any case, in any sense, because you're, it's like you're on, when you're on holiday and you see somebody get out their watercolor and sketch in front of them what's happening. That's not at all. Um, that's very relaxing. You did, uh, some of those, uh, what did you call it? Exp- uh, uh, observational drawing? Yes. You did yes, that I do the, I, today? I do that every day. I do, yes, I did it today. I did it last night. I, um, I do a lot of my son and his, uh, when he's sleeping. I go in at around 10 p.m. Um, and I turn on a, a dim light and I just, um, I draw him. Um, I was at a cafe today with a friend who's also an illustrator and, uh, we did that today. Um, um, I do it on my way to work in the morning. Um, if I get a seat, um, I fit it in all the time, every day. How is the mindfulness practicing affecting your life? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, it's definitely a positive, uh, um, um, effect on me. I mean, it, it, I mean, just like yoga and Pilates or doing something where you just switch off and you don't think about, um, uh, anything in particular. It's, it's so, it's such a lovely and healthy thing to do. And it's something I find that you do naturally on holiday. And, um, I find that it's a, it's, it's, um, it's like having me time, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, um, or like, um, enjoying a, a cup of tea and just enjoying, enjoying that moment and not always being on a, in a fast paced, uh, um, uh, how do you say, with a fast paced schedule, especially in a busy city like London. Um, so yes, I, I, I'd say it definitely is, um, has a positive impact on me. If someone listens to this, uh, if someone has listened so far and still don't know what mindfulness is, can you tell us what is mindfulness? Oh, um, well, I can tell you what I, what I think it is. I mean, uh, um, um, I don't know if I can explain exactly, uh, the, uh what it is. In the sense that um, I practice, I'm a I practice it, but I'm not um, um, I'm not a mindfulness teacher. Um, is uh, it's it's um, it's a form of meditation, and um, it's about being in the present, um, and uh, uh, being aware of what's around you, and um, uh, and and reminding yourself to. To be in the moment and not, um, and, um, and not be 20 steps ahead with worries or, um, learning how to take, to take a break. Um, to me, that's what it is. And, um, uh, and then, and enjoying what's around you and, um, and even just, appreciating breathing um how do you how should i color to make it like mindfulness coloring um i imagine it's it would be a personal um you uh everybody has their own personal way but i think um i think making time for it um 
makes a difference being feeling sitting comfortably somewhere um maybe you could have a candle on or have a nice cup of tea or a glass of wine and um and then uh even um um enjoying the the art material you use to color it with what reactions have you got about your coloring books oh um uh i've had su um such a heartwarming response um sometimes via email or by post or through social media about um or friends telling me personal stories about uh, or experiences with a book for example i have a friend who um who used it while she was in labor to uh, deal with the uh, labor pains so i can just imagine her coloring it in the hospital room <laughs> um a friend told me that he went to the the barber to have his haircut and in the waiting room there were all these men sitting around this table and um and there was one book in the middle and some coloring pencils and they were taking turns coloring it in and it was the mindfulness coloring book and a, a touching story was somebody telling me that they um somebody who's uh, recovering from self harm uh told me that they um they used they used it uh to um um meditate and coloring and um and sh and even finished the entire book and sent me um some pictures of it um i've had a mom tell me um yeah, um oh yay now i can color next to my daughter while she colors um her um her baby coloring book i can sit beside her and color at the same time and then uh, another person told me that she and her mom sit together to to color and to spend time together but uh, also not not necessarily talk but just sit side by side and color and um um another person i mean i've had all sorts of um of uh of lovely messages from people about it another person um used it to co uh, to um her father used it to cope with the 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 death of his uh, of her his wife and then uh, my my own father-in-law has used it at the hospital it's just uh, incredible to hear uh, these stories from people from everywhere how does it feel to see your pictures colored or someone else oh it's it's just exciting because um people use colors differently um and um you see the same image, image come to life in so many different ways um uh and you can see people's favorite colors or the way the pressure the way they they color in and um or their imagination and um some some of the images look really graphic and some are more pastel and um some people even add their own black lines on on the artwork um and complete the image it's i love it i love looking at other people's coloring and i mean it's just it it just reminds me of when when i was little and i saw this movie that started it, it it's i mean we had um a vcr player that only played movies in black and white every single movie so there was this one movie that i grew up watching only in black and white and one day we uh upgraded our uh, our player and i saw it for the first time in color and i was so shocked um, <laughs> i'd seen it for uh five years in black and white and i couldn't believe and it was um it was charlie and the chocolate factory so the whole point of this movie is that you have this wonderful world of sweets of every single color and a lake and of, of chocolate milk and you have these creatures uh, these little oompa loompas with purple hair and orange skin and and, and the first time uh, the first hundreds of times i saw the movie everything was in gray so um it's got that special it's really really special and magical to see uh um uh my coloring book come to life with people's colors um the book feels more complete um the images feel feel as though they come to life are you coloring in yourself um i don't color in my own books myself um uh but i color my own artwork so um but i suppose i've colored my the covers of my book and um, but um 
uh, at Christmas when I'm with my family, I do I do do some coloring in because I, I just love sitting together and and talking and coloring in. What relation do you have to colors? Well, colors make me happy, and for me, black is 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 also a color, black and gray and white. So, um, um, drawing makes me happy. I I just get into a happy place um, when doing when when drawing and coloring and painting. So um, um, they hold a very, very special place in my in my life. And when I eat, I try to eat very colorful plates. Um, And um, my house is very colorful. Uh, I love textile design and um, I love children's books. So in my, my, in my own office, I have kid, children's books in my library. And um, um, I, I, I can spend hours in an art shop. I just love looking at all the different um, art materials, of charcoal, pastel, uh, gouache. And um, um, yes. So What's color? your favorite color? Um, I don't have a favorite color. I think it's, it would be maybe more of the, the right shade. Um, so there are some colors I, I don't like. Um, I find that maybe I respond more to natural colors. So natural in nature or naturally made with paints rather than a flat digital color. Um, But uh, I tend to be attracted to mustard, and I love indigo blue. Um, it's a color that, uh, and green, green is a color I also love. Um, uh, What pens uh, or pencils do you use when you are working? Um, I use a mix of different um, uh, materials. Um, I use, um, I have some Japanese, uh, calligraphy pens. Um, they're, they're felt pens, but for, uh, calligraphy writing. I use ink and nib. I have some nibs, which I've had since I was, um, 16 years old that my friend bought for me. Um, in, and I, I've, I squirreled them away in my drawer. So they've lasted me for years. Wow. Uh, I use, um, I, I really like, um, the way Parker ink, uh, glides on paper. Um, and, um, I also have, um, a chiseled, uh, pen. And then, um, I guess I, to do my roughs, I use pencil. Um, but before doing my black and white patterns, I do a lot of observational drawing of the real object. So for example, for plants, I go to, Um, I go wherever there are plants. So my favorite place in London is Kew Gardens. Um, so I'll, I'll go there with my watercolors. So my roughs sometimes start in pure color. I use marker pens and watercolor and coloring pencils, and I'll draw the plant in front of me um, in color. And then at home, I will redraw that drawing and draw redraw the drawing of that drawing and then simplify it more and more and more and break it down into shapes and markings, and then eventually use a black pen um, to create the line work. Um, and uh, um, and depending on how uh, my hand is, sometimes the line wobbles this way and, or wobbles the other way. And then if I sneeze, then I have to <laughs> correct my mistake. Um, and um, sometimes my son comes over and... and um, Uh, I mean, this was when I was in my former flat where my office was also the living room and he'll come and tug on my arm and then my line work is completely wrecked. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> so you're drawing by hand, you're not uh, drawing in the computer. No, um, I draw, I draw everything by hand and then I use the computer for scanning and for cleaning the dirt marks and sometimes to, um, to, uh, solve a layout. Um, um, solution and in a few of my spreads I, I use it to do the repeats um, the pattern repeats but in general it's, it's, it's mostly by hand and I, I think you can see it when you, if you look at the artwork you'll see that it's, um, um, it's very wobbly line work 
tell us about your working place. Where are you sitting and drawing? Oh. Well, I um, well, where I am right now, I have um, I share an office with my husband on the um, in the attic. Um, I think it's called an attic. It's on the on the top. Um, yes, it's a bit. yes attic. And um, it's really cozy. Um, I've got my computer and my table, and I've got a a shelf on my side uh, full of books and rows of I have all my coloring pencils arranged in rainbow order from yellow to uh, blue I've got and um, yeah I um, saw that that picture a picture yeah. of your workplace yeah. on Instagram no Facebook maybe Facebook yes yes yeah so I um, oh that was where I used to live but it's similar setup and then um, but um, yeah I like to arrange my pencils that way because um if I, when i'm coloring when i'm illustrating um i can just look at the colors and um, i can see what color i want to use and then i've got a bunch of sketchbooks i've got sketchbooks everywhere um in the shelf in my coat in my coat pocket in my bag um and then i've got some plants around me for inspiration and then there's a nice view outside of my window with rooftops um uh of beautiful south london and um maybe you could send me a picture of your workspace yeah. so i can yeah. I can link that to the this episode on the passionista colorista facebook page sure sure i could do yeah. that I'll, i'll send you that it's and always also, so inspiring to look where other people are creative and in fact i did an observational drawing of my studio space so i could send you that one too it's in black yes Perfect. so <laughs> Um, But the pencils, I mean, uh, all the all the people that are listening, I guess, are nerds like me. I want to know what what kind of pencils are there in your uh, in your uh, what pencils do you use? Well, um, for me, that when I color, um, I actually like to use a mix of everything and anything. So, for example, I also like felt tip pens. I like to do a mix of. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily just do coloring pencil on um, only coloring pencil on one page. So I'll have, for example, I like the Faber-Castell Polychromos coloring pencils. Um, for example, I would I would rarely ever buy online uh, or a whole pack of something without having tried it. So when I buy any form of art material except for paint. Um, I tend to go to the art shop. I like to go to a particular um, um, art shop that sells a lot of art material and I get my sketchbook out or you could bring your coloring book with you and you can test the pencils onto your sketchbook or on your coloring book uh, to see the f to feel if the pencil feels uh, right, if you're happy with the pigment and how rich the color is and if you want to press hard or if you want to press soft. Um, so that's what I do for any art material. I, I always ask permission at the art shop. Oh, can I test this? And they always say yes. And so, but at home I have, um, I've got polychromos Faber-Castell pencils. Um, and um, I have Tombow, um, Tombow pens. I'm just going to reach over and have a look. Um, they're double-ended, so there's one side which is um, like a pointy, fat uh, brush pen, so it's, you can do very, lots of details. And the oh. other side is a normal felt pen. You can do, you can find every color from the palest gray to really pale um, yellow, but then you can get really rich turquoise blue. And then I really like the Stabilo. There's these Stabilo 0.88 fine liners, and I really like the flor fluorescent colors there. So I like to mix because I love textile, um, and a lot of the clothes I wear or the stuff I, I use to decorate my house, or I sew my own pillows. I, sew I also like sewing my own clothes. Um, I, I love um, I love Marimekko. I love Liberty fabric. I love going to fabric shops. Um, In Japan, I, 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 there was this um, fabric shop called Susu um, that I loved, and there's Nano Iro textile I adore, 
Um, and I love wallpapers. So I look at, I, I really like looking at colorways. So for example, rather than just randomly pick just any color before I work or illustrate or for example, coloring, I like to pick maybe, uh, maybe a bunch of colors, maybe five. But I, uh, if I pick a navy, like a midnight blue, I might look at a chestnut or a squirrel brown and go, Oh, that works really well that they bounce off each other. And then I'll say, what happens if I just throw in a, fluorescent color like the final liner stabilo and then maybe on a surface where i need to color in a big surface maybe then i get my uh, tombow dual brush where it's easy to fill in in an even color but also a very specific color um, like a really pale magnolia for example so i like to look at um colorways um and see and choose almost like a collection of colors like when you see a really lovely wallpaper by is it Joseph Frank? Joseph yes. Frank? Um, and you look at how the colors respond to each other. Uh, for me, that's my own. Um, that would be my way of coloring because I just love how suddenly a color complements the other color um, and a response to it um, um, and becomes alive. So I like to see the reaction between colors. So that's how I would color. Um, and then also watercolor. I would definitely um throw that in so i have a really basic watercolor uh travel watercolor uh brush and i have these um i use normal paint brushes or for example the pencil brushes that you can fill with plain water and then every time you want to change color you just squeeze the water out and it cleans your brush so i would yes i, would I think they are perfect yeah i would do mixed media it's just have having fun and seeing how how Uh, colors react next to each other and textures, for example, using a really dry brush and then uh, playing with the texture. So, for example, if there's a tulip shape, which is blank with no line work, you could have fun creating dots yourself. It's just about being playful. Um, so that's how I would color. How do you use fluorescence pens? Because I have those, but I don't use them because I don't know how to use them. They're so... In your eyes. I'm, I'm, oh, <laughs> but then maybe they're not for you. I mean, for me, they, it's more ah, <laughs> rather than. Ah. So um, I think it's just, you know, it might even. I mean, I have a, I know somebody who hates green. She can't stand it. So she probably wouldn't even use green in her in, in anything. So there are some colors which can make you feel sick um, and colors which can make you really happy. So, I mean, I remember when I was in, in high school, we. We were on a science trip and um, we all agreed to um, it was a, it was in a hotel in the countryside. And we we're doing a science science uh, weekend. We all agreed at twelve um, thirty at night to escape and run to the football stadium and um, drink beer and, and just have fun. And uh, while the teachers were all sleeping and I got locked into this bathroom that was the most violent fluorescent green. It was horrible. I was locked in for an hour and a half and I had to just stare at this bright ugly color for an hour and a half and the lights um the light was um uh was this halogen light which was just uh yes. the kind you have Cold. in hospitals it was horrible so I probably wouldn't use that color um but so if fluorescence is not for you but you could use it in little details if you want to give it a try so I wouldn't do a whole page of it though I've seen Um, my husband did a page with only fluorescent and it looked really fun. Um, but if you wanted to try, you could just put little, uh, accentuate little details, uh, for example. How are you using fluorescence? But that's how I do it. I do little details. I just pick out little things. And what are so, happening um, with those details when you have used that kind of colors? Um, yeah, they really bounce out. So, for example, I really like this fluorescent pink. And um, I did a, um, I was coloring in um, for, a, a, um, a, in my new book, um, I was coloring in a, a bird and um, the bird is, has a, a really fine scalloping of uh, feather details and it's mostly blue. It's mostly different shades of blue and brown. And every now and then I added little bits of, um, of, uh, of, pink and I think it looks really nice now you have to send me that picture too so I can see that <laughs> okay I can do that But, uh, 
can I can I can you can I use uh, felty pens in your books or are are they bleed through? Is are they made for pencils? I think I think um, like any material, you have to test it um, because it depends. Um, every felt tip pen is a different brand, and some are have some are have a strong solvent, and some are more water based. It might also depend on the pressure and on the nib uh, of the pen. So it's just having a go and seeing what works. For example, this the the Tombow or or they don't bleed through, and the Stabilo, the Stabilo don't bleed through. So it just depends on on what kind of pen. You use it's the same with the pe- coloring pencil. Some you have to press so hard that you actually make hole through the paper. Yeah, that so, doesn't um, sound so mindful. Some, yeah, that's not that's actually <laughs> quite painful on the hand. So it's really just about that's why I say definitely go to an art shop and try. Give it a test. I mean, it's the same when you paint your wall. You wouldn't just um, you would want to see if you like the color of the paint and. If the smell is strong, or if it's if it's porous paints, I mean, it's just about um, testing and seeing. I think I think that's fun. I mean, I just love going to art shops. So any excuse. An art to shop an is art like shop. a candy store, I think, for us who like love. Uh, yeah, this. definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but that's what. Uh, but again, that's what makes it so nice about coloring. It's, I mean, b- prior to coloring books. Um, what, when, when would people have an excuse to go and buy all these, this lovely art material if they didn't do craft, um, already? I don't know. There's, I mean, I love the fact that, um, I can go all the time and I, I just, I enjoy it so much. And when you're traveling, um, it's really fun to go to art shops abroad as well, I find. Yes, it is. I would like to go to Tokyo. I think they have the world's biggest. Largest oh, yeah. store with pencils and pens. Yes, I've been. I don't know if I've been to that one, but I went. I was just. Um, I was there for three hours, um, and I filled my basket, and <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was incredible, incredible. Why do you think this uh, hobby or passion for coloring books for adults has grown so big and popular? I actually, uh, I, I'm not sure. Um, I I heard it started in France. Um, the uh, the 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 love for coloring and um, I just if it makes me so happy, I mean, why wouldn't it make so many people around the world happy? Um, if something that's so positive and such a so enjoyable to do, um, and also so accessible, you know, I mean. You don't. You could color in a page with just two colors. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to have two um, hundred coloring pencils to fill in. I mean, and you can do it wherever you are. Uh, um, and it really, really, really relaxes you. Um, it's all, all goodness. I mean, I, I, I can understand why it's been so, so. Um, positively received around the world and also it's um it's a it's a how do you say it's something that where you don't have to speak that certain language or you you don't need to have studied it it's it's within reach to every culture every country in the world um people understand art it's something you do from from a very young age uh drawing um I think there's also that be feeling young again and um feeling like a child that's what my father-in-law said um but something so good and so 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 positive I mean of course it would be um received so happily by people I think um everybody who I've met who like coloring talk about it with such positivity and with a big smile so um Yes. Your what can you tell us about you have you told us a little in this beginning of your next coloring book your new coloring book it is oh, yes. a little bit yes. different. Oh yeah, it's well this one um 
This one is a is um so it's different to the the first three, um in the sense that it's um it's almost as though the book is half made and the other half um you're invited to complete the book so we complete it together, um and in it it's got um a lot of coloring in but it also has a lot of um of um, activities where you're invited to finish the drawing or trace the line or invent your own patterns. So um, um, encouraging you to to decorate the birds and then there'll be examples of how I've done mine, but you can have your own um, uh, uh, interpretation. Um, so for example, in one spread, there's half of a butterfly on one side and then on the other side, you're invited to to draw and color, if that makes sense. Yes. And then, but it's so it's got it's a mix of everything I love. Um, so as a graphic designer, and um, as a children's picture book designer, where I do a lot of um, I I work a lot with the illustrator, and I do the I work on the layout, and I work on the type and the typography and the placement of image. I love typography, so I've done a lot of typography. There's there's calligraphy tutorials and and lettering tutorials where you can where I, I, I invite you to come to join me how, and, and, and add a really cool layers. So for example, I have capital letters uh, from A to Z where I've turned an A into a house with window and a roof. So, uh, or one, a letter D is filled, of, filled with leaves and um, another, the letter I is turned into a pencil. So it's, um, it's asking you to, to join in. And then there's some frieze. Do you have that word in Sweden? Frieze, where it's a line of pattern, kind of like lace. So I start with a drawing, and then you're invited to continue the shape. Um, or, for example, rooftops, and you can join in and fill in the the rest of the textures of the roofs. Experiment with markings and lines. Um, But why did you decide to do uh, this kind of book um, instead of the I think, uh, more like the other ones? Um, Well, I really like that this one is um, is really playful and um, and invites the the invites to color in and draw or do some lettering, just a mix of everything. I mean, also um, it may um, it may um, it's also for somebody who likes who likes patterns and or who who might share a, a passion for textile uh, and graphics uh, graphic shapes and lines um so why not <laughs> when is this book publishing um art of mindfulness is out in um in the uk on the 8th of january and um it's also publishing in the us um i'm not sure uh when in the us the other coloring books where in which countries can you find them oh uh yes Um, I, I think I've lost track, but um, the, the, I mean, they've been, the first two have been translated, well, translated, there's no text, but they've been um, translated in, um, um, in many countries, I mean, in many languages, in Japanese, in Thai, in Italian, in Swedish. In Danish, South African. Um, would you believe it's been translated in American English from British English? <laughs> uh, Is it true? Yes. And French. Um, I mean, I think 23 languages. Um, wow, that's uh, amazing. And so, uh, yeah, so, um, I, 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 I can't remember exactly all the languages, but quite a few. <laughs> How are you going to, um, celebrate Christmas this year? Um, well, uh, this Christmas, my um, my in-laws, um, Meta and Nils, and my grandfather-in-law, um, Henning, are coming over um, to London, and we will be celebrating um, a half-Danish, part-French-British Christmas. Um, and uh, we're going to have a Danish-style real candles on the Christmas tree and we're going to sing carols um, around the Christmas tree 
And then for dinner, we'll have a Danish uh, roast, um, fleskesai. Uh, do you have that in Sweden? Uh, the roast pork with crackling? Yes, yes, and I think so. I'll probably I think it's the same. So it's I the don't same. know. I'm not sure, but we have it like the roasted. And then I think I'm probably going to have some smoked salmon um, and then uh, and then find some really yummy dishes um, uh, from my favorite chef, Otolangi. Uh, so probably some lovely sweet potatoes and um, pomegranate and cabbage and um, lovely ingredients. Um, and we're just going to be spending it at home, uh, cooking all day and eating the next day after that and the day after that. <laughs> and, um, and it's I, it might I think it'll be particularly memorable because my son is now two and it'll be really fun to see him. Uh, react to the Christmas tree being lit with real candles and um, opening presents. And he's really, really into Santa. And he tells me every now and then, I, I like Santa. Um, and he's really into snowmen. Um, and uh, and he really likes Christmas songs. So um, I think it'll be very, very cozy. It sounds like it can be a, could be a magical Christmas. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be any coloring in your family this Christmas? Um, I think so. I think so. I'll get them out and I'll get the pencils out and see how, um, and see if my family want to color in. Um, my son actually, he, I don't, I don't know. He might be an art director because he actually gives me stuff pencils and he orders me to draw stuff for him. <laughs> um, and so rather than draw but he's only two but he tells me do that draw this draw that draw me a monkey um and so uh there'll um there'll definitely be some some sort of coloring and i and i look forward to drawing my family um doing observational sketches of them and of the house with the tree and all of that so the, it'll be an, an um a christmas of of illustration definitely Wonderful. And I'm so happy that you found found time to participate in this podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's been really fun and lovely meeting you as well. Yes, it was lovely meeting you too, Emma. And uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. And goodbye. Thank you.